This is the Search Hustle Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and share the methods, tools, and experiences that we handle every week as digital marketers working with SMBs, franchises, e-commerce, and startups to help them grow their business. Welcome to Book Club as we're going through the book, The Next CMO, A Guide to Operational Marketing Excellence. In today's episode, we're going through Chapter 2, The Impact of Ineffective Marketing Leadership Execution. First thing I have right off is, you know, John Wanamaker, an early 20th century retail magnate, famously said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. The trouble is, I don't know which half. <laughs> yeah. And so we do a lot of testing here, a lot of investment in time, in activities that we know are paying off um, for Google and, you know, staying ahead of uh, algorithm changes, making sure that we understand where things are going with the web. Um, but what part of the process or where we put our team hours into for the client really, you know, in the short and the long run really turns into that lead, you know, generation part. It's very hard to know. Yeah. And I think, I mean, they go here and they say they've analyzed thousands of budgets and they've identified several sources of the most common waste. So, Unused budget, rush fees, non-strategic spending, duplicate spending, and overpaying. Um, so I guess we could start off with unused budget. Yeah, so some of the businesses we work with have these quarterly budgets, and they have no choice to use it or lose it. it, it is, there isn't a rollover. And so they're either going to have different vendors or in-house people that they'll use that money with advertising. If they can't get those ads in or the ad copy or the creative created in enough time to get the ads up or the ad spend, um, you know, initiated, then they lose that money. And so that's mm -hmm. a big part of, of waste. Like when that money is set for growth, it is a part of the growth model and we don't use it. We're really holding our organization back. Definitely. Another one's rush fees. We yeah. get a lot of people that are like, hey, I need this now. Sweet. Well, it costs you extra for us to drop everything that's in our pipeline to do that for you today. And so there's a huge amount of money spent there because people don't plan. Like you don't have marketers that are setting up a plan. We, we've worked with some really good marketers. In fact, Golf Suites had a, a marketing manager we worked with for a couple of years, and she was months ahead of schedule, always kept things in our pipeline, always had things just, you know, here's the next phase of the development. And so when you have someone in-house like that, um, it really kind of makes, it cuts the cost down. It helps us be more efficient. It keeps things on a timeline. It helps those people to show success um, where the needle's moving, things like that. Yeah. Well, and, and to a client, everything's a rush, right? Everything is wanting it done yesterday. And so I think there's a little bit of a communication thing because we get we call it Fire Friday because all all of a sudden Friday is when the people decide oh they need to let us know everything they were thinking about all week that they forgot to tell us that they wanted done yeah uh, mm -hmm. images changed or and whatnot it's, it's urgent it's urgent and it's yeah. always urgent With six hours to go the, before the weekend <laughs> yeah. yeah and so and when I own a t-shirt company like that was the same thing like, everybody wanted shirts and they wanted them this week and then all of a sudden they were ready. You got the job done. And then they were like, oh, okay, well I'll, I'll come pick it up, you know, next week. Like, I was just, yeah, and they don't show up so it week. really wasn't a rush. And so when you add that premium, we're, we're happy to do it. We can have somebody work Saturday for you, 
but it's going to cost you. This is out of scope for what we're yeah. doing. Well, there's that, also a str- a strategy component to that. Like you might be rushing something that's out of order. Right. Well, just because that's what you're familiar with. And that's what happens in the t-shirts. And in, is they're rushing something out of order. In course creation. Uh, we tried course to rush creation. the process recording yeah. videos early, which actually slows down the entirety of the project. Exactly. Having to web do development, more post we don't have the hit. content before brand we guide. start building it. Brand guide before we have a brand guide. If you build it before you have a brand guide, you got to go back and change the fonts and the colors. Like there's there is steps, and and that's what good planning, and that's what mm-hmm. you know we do a pretty good job. We've got a set of steps we follow for a new client, a second year client, a third year client. I mean, I remember the early days though when we didn't have you know clients with smaller budgets didn't have a brand guide, and it was just version one, version two, version three, version four. And we were tracking it in Google Sheet as best yep. we could. We had columns. And and how many times did you have to scrap a website and it was only the font that they didn't like, but they couldn't right. communicate that because we didn't sit down and first do that part yeah, of the process. Exactly. Yeah. It's been nice being able to work with people that have the money for an agency like ours. You know, They understand that we have to start with a mark that makes sense. We have to start with a brand guide, typography, colors. We have to start with some basic rules. So that when we do produce something and give them a mock up, they say yay or nay. But we're at least we're at least communicating before all these things with meetings and, and expectations, and yeah. it just makes everything just so much easier. I mean, and if you guys are listening to this, and you're like, well, great. I'm I'm not in an agency. I'm and I've got a smaller shop, got a smaller crew. Like I don't, I can't afford to force people into these things. We're going to go the extra mile and get the job done regardless because we want happy clients. But these things, you put them in place to give you some guardrails. It's it's boundaries for you, boundaries for the client. You hear people complain all the time, like, I don't know how much to charge. I don't know how many hours to give away before the project's done. These things serve that dual purpose of giving you some guardrails so that you don't go off a cliff with hours and frustration with the client. What did, thing, what did George Bush say? A fool me can't get fooled again. So yeah. we're, we've learned from fool our mistakes. Me can't get fooled. <laughs> fool, fool me once. Fuck. Shame on. <laughs> yeah. You know, a fool me fool can't me, get fooled again. Yeah. Is that before or after a shoe got thrown out? <laughs> it's probably related. Another thing with uh, those boundaries, though. Um, you said boundaries, right? Yeah. Uh, what was the word you used? Guardrails. Guardrails. And boundaries. So one thing about guardrails is that we set them in bounds. Yeah. We don't set ga- uh, guardrails out of bounds because we're already out of bounds. Right. We set them right on the <laughs> edge of inbounds so that when we know we're getting close to out of bounds, we haven't gone out of bounds. Exactly. And so you want to put your guard, you know, people don't think like that, but you want to put your guardrails in bounds so that, because if they've hit your guardrails, you're already out of bounds. Yeah, 100%. Um, r- so marketing spend is rarely done in a straight line. And it's true for, true for SEO, advertising, uh you know, just how you spend your money, it's not a straight-line thing. Um, from shirts to the things that you mail out, mailers and different things that uh, present your brand well. It's really kind of a zigzag. We deal with clients that have got, you know, four, five, six, seven million dollars a year in, in annual sales, but they've never really spent money on a digital footprint. And so it's like, but they've spent money on these sales guys or people have spent money on a digital footprint or money mailers. But now they need to, you know, invest in a digital footprint or some some uh, sales guys. Uh, they've got an inbound strategy, but not an outbound. Or they're good at push, not good at pull. And so we're putting these things together for people, usually not in a straight line. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And duplicate spending. I I like this section where it's talking about 
uh, a lot of organizations will spend money on creating something new instead of fully leveraging assets that are developed elsewhere in the organization. So like, you know, something we're dealing right now, we're dealing with right now is our project management software, right? How many different softwares have we been through up we till now? Sheets, we went through um, Monday, we went through Asana. PTSD over here. Yeah, yeah. what <laughs> else did we go through besides Monday? There was another one. Trello. Trello, Miro boards. Trello, Miro. Miro. What was another one besides Trello? Uh, uh, Asana. We've done Clint Asana. had us doing What's another that one. one. Was that, that Trello? No, there's that one that's really... Uh, we, probably five or six or seven. Yeah, and so all the top names you can think yeah. of. We've tried them. Yeah, so it, it's been nice being in a software. Uh, being It's nice be, being in the same building, for one. We yeah. know uh, what content's being worked on. And granted, storing it in the right places is a big part of it. Uh, putting those assets where other team members can find them. And then just having a mindset of repurpose. Like, right. hey, I just made this video, and I know you want to repurpose the audio. I know you want to embed it in a website. I know you want to embed it in probably in a Wistia channel of some type of training. I know that our local guy probably wants to put it up on GMB or cut some chunks of it for a website. And so right. just having every person on your team uh, knowing that there's a, re- a strategy to repurpose, even just a, a form to follow. When it comes to content, there's we, we, we do this a lot with video. Like we get B-roll from a client's place, and a lot of times we'll just throw it on one video and we're done. But we have all these assets that we can make 5, 10, 15 videos, 30-second, 15-second promos with what we shot on one day. And so yeah. utilizing those assets and not going out 15 different times to do Which it. is why we do that. So yeah, we don't have to go out. 15 we've done times. it before. Yeah. We've gone out fifteen gone different out. times, and wait, we could do fifteen videos in the same amount of time. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. Page sixteen, uh, bottom, setting the wrong targets. So one of the most important skills of a marketing leader is setting, defending, and implementing the right targets that define the success of the organization. For me, just defending, um, always knowing what your goals are, what your targets are. And then how many times have you guys heard me just with a client defending a strategy? Like this is going to work. You got to just realize right. it's going to take time. And I have no problem defending a strategy because I know we're doing the right things. I know we're not going to get them penalized in Google. I know they're going to get more traction. I know that they just have a, a unrealistic expectation of how SEO works. Granted, they're not willing to buy ads, CPC, do remarketing. They're not willing to spend the extra money to get in some short-term strategies. They don't have an email marketing game. They don't have a sales funnel. Their phone number, their phone, you call their phone that the leads go to and it's full and it can't yeah. take any more calls. And like the, the lead email form for them hits a, a spam bucket and so they miss them. And so, yeah, you know I mean, so defending a, a slower burn strategy SEO for me has been fun over the years because of how well we've done with it. Yeah, absolutely. And then implementing uh, new targets when it's a, when it's applicable. You know, all of a sudden you find from a client that you know this wasn't the way they want their services pitched, or, or they're seasonal and they have different or services. they're seasonal and they have different solutions. And now all of a sudden, you know, our pest companies that we work with do this. Hey, you know, we're work we're worried all worried about amped up amp amped up on ants and now all of a sudden we're amped up on rodents and so we we get that but other people uh that aren't so obviously seasonal like we've got some tree company that do landscape um you know they've just they just one season they're doing patios one season they're calling us stormed out for tree work and and so we've really had to pivot targets in different seasons for them these people that are in retainers yeah absolutely 
Um, a plan that is not continually measured, tuned, and balanced can erode over time. I think, and, and that's why our programming is heavy on audits. Like, we're always auditing. We always are running Screaming Frog. We're always popping Google Lighthouse. We're always checking tap targets. We're always checking the CRO for ways to get more leads from a, a mobile view. We're always taking a look at what's happening in Google Search Console, Google Analytics, what referral traffic do we got? How is our email marketing strategy working? Are we handling cold and warm? Are we uh, dealing with abandonment rates when it's applicable? And then just making those changes along the way. Nothing's a perfect shot out of the box. And that's what people don't understand is they buy a cheap website or buy a one-off website and they've got nobody working with that thing, walking alongside of it. Yeah. One-dimensional marketing purchases are, yeah, it's just not the way to go for sure. Yeah, it's it's easier to sell and that's why so many other marketing companies it's just cheaper. sell a website. Yeah, well it's just something you can see. We it's, can sell it's, it's see. Yeah. Yep. We can, can sell a it. video is something you can see, but right. when we say hey, we go behind the video, we tag it up, we mm-hmm. we get it strategically placed inside certain blogs so they rank better. They it's rank, got schema markup. It's, yeah, yeah, we're being strategic with how we're we're doing these assets and using these And that assets. makes us more trustworthy because, you know, how many times have you guys seen a website that's been handed off to us and the web page is like 14 megabytes? Yeah. Why do I get no leads? Yeah. Well, well, it loads in tape. 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It loads in five seconds. People Still go, problem. you know, start your website. They go get, put something in the microwave and they come back, you know, and then they go back to the microwave right. food, and then your website's ready. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That's probably... Why? A couple last thoughts here from me. Almost any marketing effort, page 18, can be improved over time through constant tuning of message, audience, creative, or other approaches. Uh, I just am brought back to Nozak Consulting. Uh, Nozak Consulting is probably in version 5 or 6 of that website. You can Wayback Machine, our dookie, all the way back to the beginning. And you can see we've gone through some iterations. Um, And I would hate to admit that one person I can't stand, we made it look like (laughs) they're... Oh my God. That was my fault. Whatever a memory there, down memory lane. That's why it's winning so well. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so um, we, we're in like version five and like when we have people in retainers and we've gotten through our audits and they're just, they're really easy clients, we usually will just rebuild their website in year two just to keep it fresh, to keep it clean, yeah. to modify it um, in year three. We, we just want to keep it uh, fresh and improving as Google changes, as the way people use UIs and UXs changes, as as we get better. The way people use the internet changes the way, constantly. Yeah. And then the Internet of Things is continuously changing, and so we're always modifying. Absolutely. Last piece here, a well-balanced marketing plan. I love this. Addresses all phases of the customer life cycle from awareness, right? That's impressions. You didn't Mm -hmm. know about us. Now you do. To consideration. You know, we're at the top of the funnel. Uh, learning about things, uh, a website like Nozak Consulting might establish or Search Hustle a lot of credibility, expertise, authority, and trust because there's a lot of content out there. But then in consideration mode, you know, the person's gone from top of the funnel to the middle of the funnel. They're starting to figure out, okay, who are the people that I need to look up that provide what I now know I need? And then all the way down to the bottom funnel when they're finally making that choice. So that's conversion. So that's, you know, we've got your impression. We've got your click. And now we've got some of that MoFu, BoFu traffic. It's a click. Now it's a lead. And then so we're converting clicks to leads. And then we're also converting leads to, to sales. And so that's that that little 
X part there is making sure that we're getting good leads, good quality leads that can afford what we do, um, that are going to benefit from what we do. We obviously don't want, we don't want to charge you if you're not benefiting. It's not right. fun for anybody. And so yeah. we want to be able to push you into a second year, a third year, a fourth year, into a 10th year because it's making sense for you. And, um, and our teams have fun growing, helping you grow your business as one of the components. Exactly. And then so conversion through, you know, from lead to sale through repeat purchase. And now we've shut the back door and now we're maximizing the LTV, the lifetime value of the client. Now you don't only purchase from us once, in our case, a one-year retainer. You purchase from us twice. Now mm-hmm. you're in a second one-year container and you're in a third year one-year container. And then from repeat purchase, increasing the length of that LTV and the total value of the client and reducing the CAC because what I, I paid to acquire that client now goes over the LTV, not over one. Say I spent two or 3000 two or 3000 divided by, you know, say 15000 one five one fifth. But now I divided by 30000 So that money divided by 30000 my CAC goes down, my LTV goes up, my business starts to succeed. And then referral. These clients, and we have some that are just like refer, like they're vision catchers and vision casters. And this is from Lee Cockrell of um, Creating Magic, the guy that was like the manager of Disney World. He, he just, I'm pretty sure it was him that talks about vision catchers and vision casters, where people... You, you really want people that can catch the vision. And then at the end of the day, you need, you, you're you one person. Like we're right. a small team. Only a few of us in our office actually interface with the clients. And so we need them to catch the vision on what we do because they're seeing the benefits and then turn right around and be vision casters. Yeah. That's that word of mouth. It's that bedrock of a business. Yep, 100%. I think that's good. I think that's probably a breakdown of chapter two. Well, that's chapter two. Thanks for listening, guys. We will be back next week with book club, chapter three, the elements of operational marketing excellence. That's a lot of big words for a guy like me. (laughs) You could do it, Dusty. We believe in you. It should be. Stay tuned to hear (laughs) Dusty learn more big words next week. (laughs) More big words by Dusty. Thanks for listening to the Search Hustle podcast. If you're interested in learning more about digital marketing and taking your knowledge to the next level, be sure to check out searchhustle.com, where we've got tons of free content, stuff that we use every week to market businesses, as well as our in-depth digital marketing course. Start your search hustle today at searchhustle.com.